Find love. So don't fight it. Life is a roller coaster, just gotta ride it. I need you to stop hiding. <laughs> Regardless, I need. Mean. Love is a mystery, girl. Let's get inside it. Provocative enough. <laughs> hey, baby! Hello, everybody. That's going to sound And good. welcome to season one, season three, episode oh, one. Man. Stevens just introduced the name of the episode there and he didn't know it. Mm, thanks, in. <laughs> this episode is called Life is a Roller Coaster. Um. So, life is a roller coaster. Life is a roller coaster. Ups and downs and inside Twists out. and turns. Oh god, scary times. I'm a massive roller coaster man. Big junkie, are you? I'm a bit of a adrenaline junkie. Oh, yeah. yeah. What roller coaster is your favorite? I was on one in Florida, and whichever way they used it, it was magnetized, so it actually went faster on the way up than it did on the way down, and that's freaky. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's very freaky. It's cool. Uh, before we go any further, I'm just having a quick look at it here to get the finer details of it. The coffee that we're drinking today is from Bailey's Coffee Roasters mm-hmm. in Belfast. And it is the Mela blend that we picked up in Nine Hostages Coffee in Manor. And it is a blend, actually. Oh. So, let's see. We'll have a little look here at the roast profile. I can't remember what it was. I think it's Kenyan. And while you are, this episode is going to be about... Uh, our top 10 roller coasters so in it to number 10 <laughs> could you name 10 roller coasters no one in Salt Hill or in Galway it's a roller coaster in Galway uh, the Mela blend is Colombian washed Kenya washed and Ethiopian natural so it's a big African coffee um, it's espresso blend but we made it with AeroPress today very good uh, so, Stephen, life is a roller coaster. Yes. It's been how many months in season two? Many. Many. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your life. How are you? I'm very good at the moment. My life is still on track. <laughs> That's a good pun there. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, at the moment, I am between things let's just say mm-hmm. um kind of economically inactive <laughs> to throw back to a previous episode uh, i'm working in huku balance boards uh making the boards with uh Cahalenda and jibro at the moment and waiting onward on a few different what is huku balance boards so it's a balance board um if you look them up huku balance boards are pretty cool and they're made from wood and they're handmade in Chrysla. So we do that and they're sent all over the world. Who needs a balance board? Why would I buy one? Everybody. Everybody. This is your pitch. This is my <laughs> You're on oh Dragon's Den. <laughs> everybody needs this. <laughs> yep, everybody Who's your target market? <laughs> no further comments. Targeted on like sort of fitness people and surfing. And it's really good for surfing. So I bought one myself about a year or two ago and it really improved my surfing. And then I just know the lads that make it and end up helping them out for Christmas because they're mad busy. And then I finished my master's 
in January. I was wondering how long that was going to take. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I thought there too. So we started at like uh, four minutes. Six. Four minutes, I think, oh, that's from the start, and that's including your. Well, I'll get after. this. I'll get this season out of it. <laughs> I'll keep talking about it for the rest of the season, and then I can. If you didn't know, it. Stephen was doing a research masters for the last ten years. <laughs> and I think he's mentioned it in every po- podcast episode. And I will forevermore. I will forevermore. And I finished it in January, and then uh, they were still busy and had a bit of work, so I'm kind of there and i'm hoping to get something else and work in both basically so i'm looking at something career orientated mm-hmm. part-time waiting on word on that and continue working in balance making balance boards because i quite enjoy it and that's my life kind of in a nutshell basically and you working with your hands is meant to be very good for you apparently i don't know who said that but i remember reading it on one of those sites one time <clears throat> fact yeah, just to, I don't know, you can kind of see what you're doing. Like an I end guess. product. Yeah, like an end product. Whereas like sometimes, I don't know, when you're working on something you don't get to see an end product, it can be hard to... To even know if you're doing much. You nearly feel like you're doing very little, but you're actually yeah. doing a lot. I found that when I was personal training people, because it wasn't a, you couldn't actually physically see the product that I was, like a service product. And it's hard sometimes to, I found that hard to get my head wrapped around why people were paying me to get them healthier, even though the product that they were getting wasn't actually a physical product. Yeah, sometimes I struggle with that. And that's just a va- uh, worth thing of myself or a valuation thing of myself. So I think it's more that than, yeah. it was just something that came so naturally to me. I was like, how are people paying me for this? Like, how do they not know this? But then again, it's like, anything that in the service industry i guess you know like even like our friend robert who helps us with um setting up our sound and stuff <clears throat> probably to him it's like how do these people not know how to do this you know <laughs> and he would be right yeah, i suppose and takes fairness. him half an hour to set up and as i said i just have to adjust my mic here what could take us dropping down yeah it could take us hours to do it he does that yeah it's same now everyone yeah. has their skills and my expertise but what where are you putting your skills and expertise into at the moment um why am i putting my skills and expertise into myself a lot good um i am looking after myself a good bit doing a lot of introspective work at the moment um so putting a lot of time and energy into myself and clients that i have online coaching clients uh where's my life since season two Bit of a roller coaster gives another belter there. <laughs> um, I am finished up in Scotland, so I'm back home in Donegal. Yes. Um, I can't say who the VIP guests were. Ah, well, I'm sure you're going. Now. But they were pretty big. <laughs> Any clues? Oh, I'll have to think about it. Maybe see if I can put out one. Um, but yeah, it was pretty cool. Now, I'm pretty sure. Sh- no, I better not. No, I can't. Um. So yeah, I'm finished up in Scotland. I'm back in Donegal, uh, taking care of myself. I am working on a few things. And someone was asking me, actually, the last day, do you have a plan? And I do have a plan. But they say, if you want to make God laugh, make plans. So I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The the same people that said the other thing. Whether they come off me or not is another thing. So I'm working on that at the moment. Um, 
So what I'm getting from what you're saying here is I'm economically inactive <laughs> as well. <laughs> is very little you're saying so you're so you're working on yourself and yeah. you're working on other things. Can you expand on either of those? Um the work on myself is something um so I'm in therapy at the moment, which is great. Um, yeah. I think I would be I think I don't know. I just really enjoy therapy. I think most people should be in it, to be honest, because it's just nice to have like an hour where it's all, not that it's all about you, but like someone is listening to you for an hour. Whereas like, you know, when you sit down with a friend and have a conversation with a friend, you might have your own agendas. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're going to therapy, the therapist's agenda is to listen to you and your th- your agenda is to talk about whatever it is that you mm-hmm. need to talk about. Um, So there's just th- some things that, happen in therapy that don't happen in a friendship because there's too much between the friendship i think um even like before we had this podcast like we were talking about issues that we were having not issues but just conundrums that we have Mm -hmm. but like you're trying to listen to mine and i'm trying to listen to yours and we're not really getting anywhere whereas like when you're in a therapy session you are very much focused just on yourself or whatever anyway that was a rant that way off the tangent there what was it where was i going with that <laughs> the work that i'm doing on myself yeah. yeah so i'm doing that um and just trying to figure out i'm quite curious about myself and things and the way things happen and why i think the way i think and what i think um so i like exploring that to be honest and because of that i've also started journaling and it's something that you've done mm-hmm. still do not every day try to dip in and out of it it's something that i could never get into i I, actually it was you that was trying to get me onto it yeah and it just i was like not not for me um but i've got into it now since like the start of the year and it's like it's like a non-negotiable for me to start my day Mm. with writing um the time i was doing it i really needed to do it at that time yeah and it really helped me with whatever i was going through at that time Mm -hmm. Now, not that I don't need it, it's not uh, not on the foreground of my mind. So yeah. I still do it when I think of it or want to put it at the time. It was really good. Yeah, I guess it depends. Like because today, like it's not always about bad things or problematic. Like today, I was literally reflecting on how good my week was. Mm-hmm. You know, or like some days it might just be a paragraph of how well things are going or something really good that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is something I've really found beneficial and. Uh, the thing is like you can't write as much as you think so whatever you write about you're being pretty concise with it mm-hmm. you know so you're you're kind of editing it as in what's important or you know what's mm-hmm. at the forefront of your brain because you can't well you'd be writing all day if you were to write what you were thinking about so i find that it really helps figure out what's taking prevalence in your head so when you journal now do you just have a blank sheet and just put your thoughts down or do you prompt yourself get up get the kettle on make yourself a wee cup of tea you're making a story (laughs) or something (laughs) light a candle everything's very quiet and i'll date it that's probably where and then i might start with maybe what i was dreaming about that night or i might start about um what's kind of again prevalent i don't really prompt myself too much i don't generally haven't i don't i haven't needed to prompt myself yet Mm -hmm. but if i was 
What would be a good question? Oh, is that to me? Yeah. Oh, goodness. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, goodness I, gracious. <laughs> um, when I do it, I use a prompt. At the start, I'll... So I, I got a journal of our friend, Sam O'Neill, who does our marketing and that sort of stuff um, for us. He gave me one, and one of the prompts in it was write three things you're grateful about. So that's the first thing I'll do anytime I go to journal is called the Grateful Three. Okay. And it can be anything from lovely cup of coffee you had to a good conversation or just a feeling of I'm really glad this person's in my life or whatever it is. So I've started doing that before I get out of bed in the morning. I don't allow myself to get out of bed until I think of three things that I'm grateful for and then I get up. Very good. Sorry, but continue. Yeah, so that's just one of the prompts. So... Uh, that and then or I might whatever's on my mind I'll just ask a question so if I'm thinking about something whatever it might be um, which maybe you'll go through some questions now in a minute but something like that and then I'll just write what I'm thinking Mm -hmm. of it at that time sometimes it's really hard to know like sometimes it's easy to ask the question but Mm -hmm. answering it Mm -hmm. like and really wanting to know the answer can be quite difficult like you know because you can obviously just distract yourself and be like nah, i don't want to answer that <laughs> i know yeah <laughs> but some of them can be really hard yeah. um so yeah we do have um we have a list of questions here in front of us but i think we'll like maybe go for three of them and tease them out a little bit yeah that could be good journal prompts for people yeah so the reason we're, so why this is called life is a roller coaster is because both of us are kind of going through period in our life for like a bit of a turbulent time so to speak <laughs> of being under understatement yeah something like that yeah. uh we kind of don't know where we're going exactly we're trying to figure it out and it's just sort of yeah trying to figure what what's next so these questions are kind of ones that we're hoping will be yeah. helpful to us might be helpful to whoever is listening as well and another thing actually we were talking about a moment ago before we started was the book the alchemist if you've never heard of it before it's a really lovely story it's quite a short book and episode seven so the final episode of this season we are gonna talk about that book what it means to us and what we think it means in general life um so if anyone wants to sort of we're going to reread it ourselves we're going to read it throughout the season yeah yeah so if anyone's uh, keen to sort of read that book if you've never read it before or want to reread it we will be chatting about that in the last episode um, it's all about kind of life and the simple one, things in life. One's destiny and life. That's what's written here in front yeah. of me. Um, so yeah, we're going to read that as we go through the season. And if you just wanted to pick it up and read it as well. But for now, you have a couple of questions for us there, I do. Mr. Um, Hunter. Oh yeah. Well, I was you've taken me off on another tangent, but oh my God. here we go. Go. We're both in this place where we're trying to figure out a couple of things um, we're trying to line things up for ourselves um, and then when we started this podcast one of the things I said was I'm taking care of myself and what I mean by that is like I don't know where I'm going at the moment I'm trying to figure it out I'm trying a few different things and seeing I'm trying to run two different horses at the moment and I'm trying to see which one kind of takes off for me but in the meantime like when I say taking care of myself like I'm getting up at the same time I'm going to bed at the same time I'm journaling 
I'm exercising, I'm looking after my mind, I'm getting into the salt water. So Stephen, if like, you know, if there's people kind of listening to this and they're also in that in-between stage where they've kind of like maybe one foot in one place and one foot in the other place mm-hmm. and they're trying to get across and maybe they're sitting duck or maybe they're a little bit stuck. Mm. Have you any input on how to take care of themselves in that space because that can always be a really difficult space to be when you're between things Mm. i think what you're doing is the right thing in terms of like okay so any of them two horses could work out either way i i i've so i've been doing interviews job interviews since i finished the masters in january (laughs) (laughs) damn it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, so, it, oh, were you yeah. studying to, or well, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway i've been doing interviews since january and you know there's other jobs that i didn't even apply for whereas like i think when i came out of college i applied for everything i was like oh, i just want a job get into this career thing now i'm like really specifically applying for a selection of jobs so there's i love donegal so i know for a fact i don't want to go to dublin or anywhere else other than the northwest of ireland so that's prevent me from searching anywhere else but that's something that i know that i want you know whereas if someone else has two horses in the race and one of them is going to take them out of somewhere like if if i was looking at two things one of them i knew was going to be around the northwest the other was going to be not in the northwest then i'd probably just drop that because i know that it took me a long time to figure out that i so want you're, to be in the northwest um like you're kind of narrowing your focus or narrowing your gaze yeah yeah which prevents me from a selection of jobs and yeah. potential opportunities which is sometimes which is kind of scary sometimes because you're like oh, shit i have to commit to this right. but also it, it pulls you out of that oh well like i want to do this and i want to do that and i want to do the one yes and that you end up spinning your wheels yeah so my options are limited but i think patience so doing what you're doing so going back to your actual question doing what you're doing in terms of looking after yourself so i like i look after myself in terms of i play football i journal a little bit i get into the sea try to do a bit of surfing go to the gym you know hang i try to spend times with time with friends Mm -hmm. people engaging in meaningful dialogue yeah calling to Bridget Doak for the tea yeah very important do you keep your house clean my physical house yeah 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 it is yeah so I I <laughs> that's very random to put it is a very there. random question but it's like organizing your thoughts as well as keeping your house organized and things like that there mm-hmm. you know like your environment that you're in yeah. is it messy or is it clean so like is your bedroom clean is your house clean that sort of thing yeah. so I spent like actually sometimes if i'm sitting and i do feel like my wheels are spinning a little bit or i'm not getting anywhere like generally like take a look around and like i know it sounds silly but like clean the room you know organize something because i'm getting at some sort of positive feedback loop Mm -hmm. and also kind of in a strange way organizing my brain as well you know i cleaned my house today (laughs) that's quite the same like i actually find that when I was doing my <laughs> We're on number three. When I, I can't 
do it when my house is not clean. So I think one, it's actually a procrastination mm-hmm. because you're not doing what you should be doing with your time. But also, it's a way of right. This is done. Mm-hmm. Now I can move on to yeah this. So I think that it's like cooking in a dirty kitchen. It's like no, I need to clean the kitchen before I start cooking it, sort of thing. Yeah. But then I, I've digressed quite a bit from your question. I think for anyone else that's kind of trying to figure out stuff is patience. Just take your time. I'm, and that's what's been happening to me the last couple of weeks specifically. I've been just sitting there and I'm like, what am I doing? Did you ever get that when you're mm-hmm. just like, like honestly, what am I doing? You know, you're sitting looking at a job to apply for. <clears throat> There's a couple that I started applying for. And then I was looking at, I was reading the job description. I was like, I don't want this job. Like, I'm just applying for this because I'm kind of mm-hmm. starting to get into panic mode. Where I'm yeah. like, oh, I need to get something that's sort of half related to, you know, what I want to do in the future. So it's, it, that's the hardest thing I find is that it's very easy to do that panic and kind of go for something. And I know where that's going to lead because it's happened before. And I know it's going to lead to a year time. You're not going to be enjoying mm-hmm. your job. You're going to be going through the exact same thing as I am now. Yeah, so patience, patience sitting with it. Patience kind of brings us on to one of our questions there. If you want me to go on with it, because I Absolutely. think it, it ties in quite well. And the question is, do I show myself enough love and empathy? Uh, and yes. <laughs> and you and just kind of sort of being like, well, you're saying there, you know, have patience, but like you know, being empathetic mm. with yourself as well, and and knowing like right you are trying to do something you know you're not just sitting watching netflix all day you mm-hmm. know and, and having that patience and maybe asking yourself the right questions and sitting down and journaling and because it's not going to come overnight mm. and sitting and and in deep thought or whatever but a, a couple of that whole empathy thing like a couple of my therapy sessions were like some of them are like really raw like like absolutely you're just opening yourself up to this person like and they mm-hmm. can be quite raw and i remember when i went first the first couple of sessions were a bit like rough or whatever like and as like as like i know you can't give advice but is there anything that i can do in this situation because i'm like mm. wee bit wee bit dire straits or like wee bit like emotional or whatever and they she was like do something um the word isn't sensational um but it was like go and eat a bar of chocolate or go and get uh into nature just do something nice for yourself just to kind of like you know give yourself a little bit of a pat on the back and Mm -hmm. be like you know you just have been through or not have been through but you've had an an emotional hour or whatever it is there's a lot going on and just kind of go easy on yourself a little bit Mm -hmm. which i guess nearly in a roundabout way is what you're sort of saying about you know just be patient with yourself Mm -hmm. you don't need to have all the answers right now or you'll never have all the answers because the problem will always evolve mm. and change and as you move throughout life but being patient i think mm. ties in with that yeah i think so on the in terms of the love and empathy thing so it's so my cousin nicola who uh spends most of her spends her summers up in donegal she and i often ask people the question what are the three bits of life advice you would give other people uh and the first one I my answer because she we were discussing just stuff like that one night and she asked that question it was a great question because you have to really think about it mm-hmm. and my first piece of advice is love yourself and I love myself 
<laughs> as he <laughs> grazes over his chest, <laughs> feels his bicep. Yeah. Tops off. But okay, well, tell like, what what is loving yourself and and not in a, you know. Um, not in an egotistical yeah, or but selfish also, way. Also, not in an influencer sort of love no, yourself way. Like, no. like what is loving yourself? It's so I've often kind of the way I understand it is to love someone else. If you don't truly love yourself, you can't love someone else. Or there's a guy, Daniel Sloss, community he talks about um, being in relationships, and if your self love is say for example in terms of percentages you love yourself 20 percent, right and someone else comes along and you start dating and you start going out and they only love 30 percent of you right and they're mm-hmm. trying to change the 70 percent they don't like or they're you know in a toxic relationship they still love you more than you love yourself mm-hmm. and that's you end up feeling that you need them okay, whereas if yeah. you love yourself and you enter a relationship and someone's trying to change you or like, oh, I don't like the way you do this. Or I don't like, you're just like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. As long as you're not being disrespectful to yeah, them. Yeah, of course. Or, you know, but, but what is, what is love though? Or what is loving yourself? What does it look like for you specifically? Yeah. Maybe? Well, what is love is another question that I <laughs> couldn't answer. I don't think anyone's going to answer that. <laughs> what the hell is one, yeah. it? Yeah. But in terms of me, I, you know, take time out to myself so mm-hmm. i'm i am an extrovert and i get energy off other people but it took me a long time to figure out that i still need to have some time to myself so i would be getting burned out because i would always be with other people mm-hmm. and i never reflected on myself and that's something i've worked on a lot in the last few years and realized that i need that time to myself when you get that time to yourself is when you start getting deeper than your thoughts and you try to f- question everything your thoughts and your opinions mm-hmm. and journey and all that sort of stuff there's no need for the two of us here because we're basically the same person know, yeah. <laughs> but to me loving yourself is being kind to yourself allowing yourself to fuck up being patient with yourself not being walked over you know and maybe realize people that are toxic in your life or you know step back from that mm-hmm. whatever relationship friendships relationships whatever it is and it's not about like being vain maybe someone else might say i'm a bit vain. <laughs> like it's not about being vain it's about being good to yourself so being good to yourself includes looking after your physical health mm-hmm. looking after your mental health eating healthily but not in an obsessive way mm-hmm. still enjoy like i'm having a cinnamon night tonight so i'm gonna enjoy a big bag mm-hmm. of popcorn and some hot nuts <laughs> just take a moment <laughs> no I mean so yeah of course I still eat yeah. healthily but yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna enjoy that because yeah that right because that's part of health right yeah because obsess- being obsessive isn't healthy no in any in yeah. any respect but, so to me that's what self love is it's not mm-hmm. about you know taking your top off and getting photos and putting on Instagram that's not self love maybe it is to some yeah but it's I dangerous I have put up a couple of top of selfies there yeah the last no couple that's weeks. a dick though, yeah <laughs> the topless selfie duo coming up yeah in this over page but to me then i I don't know if you have any differing opinions on what self-love is or no i think what what was coming to mind there when i was listening to you was like 
loving yourself but uh, like you're not and you're doing them good things for yourself but it's also not about like buying yourself loads of shit or you know looking after yourself versus treating yourself and loving yourself i think there's a difference there so um i don't think it gives you the green light to just go and you know i don't know you can love yourself but also be a selfless person yeah you can also be you can also love others you can be empathetic towards others you can be kind to others but you can also be all them things to yourself yeah so another thing is like so on the football team i play um a lot a lot of teams have you know arguments between players right say someone makes a mistake and they're like argue with another player and that's toxic and that seeps into team and Mm -hmm. that can make things negative but the same thing for yourself and I often see it and sometimes I do it myself and I have to stop myself and think about it but say I kick a bad ball or kick a wide and then I'm like ah for fuck's sake to myself Mm -hmm. but that's been that's been negative towards myself whereas my focus should be that's done it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. and this can be applied to anything in life you can mess up something in your job you can mess up something in a you know a conversation whatever it is but you can move on and try fix it without like being really sore in yourself you know have you ever done something like i've done it any where i so i use football game as an example i say i made one mistake in a game right and i might have done 20 really good things and i've done one mistake mm-hmm. And I used to suffer a lot of that when I was younger. Is I'd be thinking about that for days. Yeah. And, it was and not think about the 20 things no. that you did right. Yeah. And I was reading Paul O'Connell's book. The guy, the old yeah. Irish rugby captain. Right, he was so hard on himself. Like, Yeah, apparently. So I remember hearing about oh, that. Jeez, right. he was yeah. mad. But then he had a sports psychologist. And he actually ended up playing better in the last five, seven years of his career. Because he eventually met a sports psychologist who made him understand that, you know, he did the same thing he would yeah. train harder and you know he would hate himself and all this sort of stuff for that one mistake he might have done and other people might not even notice some it. people can use their pain as fuel yeah yeah but he ended up realizing that that's actually was negative to himself mm-hmm. he got a sports college and flipped that around flipped it the other way yeah. and then he became better better again so like yeah. it's just the same with anything in life so like yeah i'm well <clears throat> some of my journal prompts are not prompts as i said but like a lot of things that i'm going through is like going through the past and looking at the mistakes that sort of ruminate with me a little bit and i'm writing about those and i'm writing about like maybe what happened and stuff now that i'm looking back on it and sort of cleansing those sort of things and like letting them go i feel like you want to step in here yeah do in terms of you do you be negative towards yourself on them mistakes no 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 i'm just trying to like i'm like it was a um you're not going you're going to like roll your eyes now when i say this but it's a peterson question okay yeah. and it's like what mistakes have you made what led you to them and things like that there and trying to understand them mm-hmm. so i'm doing that at the moment and like there is just things in your life when you look back and you're like i could have done better there or i just wasn't such a good person in that time or you know and but you can't that is not who you are or does not lead up to everything that you are like you said like it's the 20 good things that you do in that one thing you're like Mm. oh fuck like and you dwell on the one thing all the time so what i'm trying to do now and work on is like hold 
one of the things that I was struggling with was like my irrational mind and rational mind were like loggerheads with each other. So I'm trying to hold two things in two different spaces at the same time rather than it being black and white. That makes sense. So um, so it's like in your specific example, it's like kicking that bat, it's kicking that point wide, right? So it's like, right, Stephen, look, you made that mistake and you made that fatal pass or whatever, but you also stopped three goals from going in and is mm-hmm. holding two things at the one time. Right. And that's what I'm trying to do with like some of the things that have gone that have made mistakes in my own life. It's like, okay, and like you messed up doing this, but also da 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 da. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it makes sense as long as it's. We don't have to. I don't. I don't think we have to judge, or good de- deeds or behaviors or things we've done good against what we've done bad. No, it's just kind of holding two things in the same place it might not be so like you know it might be like mm, yeah it, it doesn't have to be so black and white of negative and good but it yeah. can be like two things two things that you have different opinions about okay you know yeah i get what you mean i think it's like say yeah no i'm yeah no i i, I suppose my only thing is that as long as it's not because you can do something like we've all done something stupid many times we've done stupid things and you know I might have been annoyed or caused anxiety to me in the past mm-hmm. whereas I, well, still, I guess it's been like empathetic towards yourself yes yeah yeah. which is the, the love and that brings us into the empathetic yeah. part of it allowing yeah. yourself to yeah and reasoning with it and trying to understand it and not being so critical on yourself about it yes. and, and things like that there so it's yeah. like yeah I know I'd kick the point wide but i did also do this here you know you're yeah. trying to be empathetic towards yourself yeah yes i get what you mean yeah or even if if there's not good i mean the way i look at that is to me i don't have to justify allowing a miss by the good things mm-hmm. i did yeah if i did that miss it's just it doesn't matter i tried my best mm-hmm. in that moment with what you had and that what i had yeah. i was miskicked but I still tried and I can hold my head up mm-hmm. and that's I think where I was getting a bit confused there so for me just tr- if I, as long as I know I tried and I tried to do my best and everything I do then whether I am successful or whether it fails it doesn't really matter I know that I mm-hmm. did it myself that you yeah proud. that you give it your all as such yeah you can yeah and yeah sometimes you're just not always able to give it your all but yeah. you know you can kind of hold your hands up and say look i tried did my best didn't work mm-hmm. for me personally i like to understand why or mm-hmm. what happened um because i believe that there's a lot to be learned from the past moving forward into the yeah. future so like some people might say like look try my best didn't work move on mm-hmm. i might be look I tried my best didn't work why did it not work what would I need to do to make it work take that with me and move on mm-hmm. you know I, I yeah, don't th- yeah. I'm trying not to be so I'm trying to see what lessons are in it yeah so um I'm going to wrap up this question yes and the question is and people that can do this at home or whoever's listening to this is do I show myself enough love and empathy a follow-up question would be 
how do I do it? How do I give myself more love and empathy? Yeah. 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 When we say that. And this kind of feeds into the next question that you, Stephen actually has these questions written out, not me. Um, and it's, can I improve my life? If so, do I always need to improve my life? But I wanted to put the twist on it because of what, because I'm doing so much introspective work at the moment mm-hmm. is like, can I improve or do I always need to be doing introspective work, work or do I always need to be growing? Is there just a time where you're like, exhausted from the growth work that you're doing do you take a step back and just be what is what is just being i suppose and can you be stagnant for a little while like can you just be content with where you are yes next question no. <laughs> <laughs> i find that so that's why journaling and meditation are at certain times in my life i use them to my advantage and now I don't really journal as much, but I still understand how important it is. But for me, it's kind of, yeah, I don't think I need to grow much in that at the moment. My focus is on something else, you know? Yeah, I, I guess so what I'm thinking is, like, do you always need to be reading self-help books or do you always need to be listening to podcasts or do you always need yeah. to be, you know... um i'm i'm at a stage where i'm eating them up at the moment but i know it'll probably come to a point where i will saturate with what i'm reading and learning and you can only put so much into practice yes because otherwise you're just reading it and it's going out again you know so it's like at the moment i am like listening to a lot of podcasts i'm doing a lot of reading doing a lot of journaling but i know it's eventually i'm going to be like okay and that's enough now you know you just need to be for the next couple yes. of months or next couple of weeks so or whatever it is i had this conversation with someone not that long ago about i think what some people might do is just constantly reading that stuff but then their actions might not match what they're reading all the time mm-hmm. and i don't think it's at fault of the person i just think sometimes you need to i'm at that stage now where i was going to ask are you in a growth period at the moment not or the minute. No. i'm at a just keeping it yeah but that's why i still do dip in a little bit yeah. of um you're taking over i'm taking over <laughs> tipping along there it's like it's like fitness right when you yes. get to a certain you go to the gym right yeah and you get to a certain strength level you just want to sort of remain at that mm-hmm. strength level so you just tip along yeah so you just do you reduce your volume of training yeah i think it's the same when it comes to your mind yeah so at times i went heavy with the self-help books and journaling and meditating and i got to a stage where i think it was plateauing off kind of naturally and i think if i had it continued and tried to force it a bit it might actually almost had the reverse Mm -hmm. yeah and luckily i was able to kind of realize that i don't know if everyone else does (laughs) just rub your nipples no i don't hit your chest Yeah, but yeah, it's it's. I guess it's like if you think of it as you've got all the stuff that's maybe going on, and you're trying to get through the eye of a needle, and you keep like narrowing, narrowing, narrowing your focus and and working on things that you need to work work on, and you get through the eye of the needle, and then it opens all back out again. Yeah, you know, and so you probably get so far yeah. with your growth or your improvements to your life or fitness or whatever it is, yeah. but it, it comes to a point where it's unsustainable. Yeah, and that's and it. And yeah. a lot of the, a lot of the self help books are regurgitated. 
it is like yeah and i find for myself there's some books that i started reading i'm like this just is not hitting home with me at all it's not resonating with you yeah, yeah. and you could read it i could yeah. have read it a year before that and i could have been like, oh my god yeah. that's the best book i've ever read i wonder what it's going to be like now when we read the alchemist again because yeah. i know you don't the alchemist is a book that you don't really know what happens right until the very end mm-hmm. and now that i know what's going to happen that might that's your house going to resonate with me this yes. time yes but you might read it differently you might read it differently you might learn or pick other things up yeah and i am and seeing now that i am kind of like in the thick of a growth phase i would say mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see if this book resonates with me or not and so hopefully by episode seven i'll have that answered if it yeah. resonated with me or not i hope so as well uh, there's a lot of kind of questions and stuff we kind of threw out at people yeah so well the second like, question i would say is can i improve my life if so do i always need to improve my life or the word that i used was growth mm. you know can i grow right now if so do i always need to grow yeah that's a good question i think it is answer. yeah i think it's a hard one i think yeah or sometimes i just think like you're saying you're going through a growth in terms of retrospective things and say in three months time you've got a, a position where all right i'm feeling really secure and happy with that and it's like i'm moving on to the next growth mm. so for me i'm kind of growing or just thinking of trying to grow my career-based type work mm-hmm. you're growing you're growing somewhere else now. so that's yeah. where my energy yes. is yeah but I, I needed to do that retrospective stuff. Introspective. Or rect- no, retrospective. Retrospective. Introspective. Introspective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you needed to do the yes. internal work first. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Before you could move on to the other growth. Yes. Yeah. And I still need to tip along. Yeah, of course. Just like. Because you need to keep maintaining, right? Yeah. 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 It's just like training. Wow. Train the body, train the mind. Yeah. Amazing. I could keep talking about this all day, but yeah. I think. We are going to continue talking about this in Irish Forest Park. Uh, After this. A little walk. Yeah. Um, but for now, thank you all very much for listening. We really hope you enjoy uh, season three. Mm-hmm. We should mention we've got a brand new snazzy logo. We do, yes. Which we're very happy with. Yes. Um, the logo is designed by a guy called Daniel Dumick, who I know from my time in Vienna. He's mm-hmm. a very established artist and... Should we talk a little bit about the about the meaning of the logo? Um, I suppose we could. We could. Go briefly there. Yeah. The that logo was... is very fittingly a coffee pitcher and a cup of coffee. And the pitcher is black and the cup is white. Well, it can be changed, but at the moment that's mm. what we've gone with. And it's it's kind of like you can hold two different opinions or two we can mm-hmm. have two different opinions and still have a good conversation. Or, you know, you can pour the milk into the coffee and have a homogenous drink that mixes really well mm-hmm. and have a really good time. And so, yeah, it was kind of like a black and white, a yin and yang sort of thing um, where you can have two different opinions or two different viewpoints of something mm-hmm. but still come together and have a meaningful conversation, which I think we did today. And mm-hmm. with the whole point of the podcast is trying to get more people to have that sort of deep and meaningful thought-provoking conversations and so we kind of said this to daniel and we also wanted it to be around coffee because coffee is the drink that we chose 
well, even though we drink a lot of tea, but yeah. the coffee is the drink that we chose a, as a podcast to get people talking. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's come up with. And I'm really happy with it. Yeah, I don't think I need to add anything to that. It's, I think, a good perception of what the podcast means. And the, they've got a little face on them as well. They do. Have little faces, yeah. <laughs> cute. Totally cute. That, um, thank yous. Thank you. <laughs> Robert. Yeah. Robert, the main uh, man that gets us to figure <laughs> Sorry, he doesn't get us to figure it. He figures Sorry. out how to record properly, sets it up so that it's idiot proof for us to have a we go are at it. Such idiots when it comes oh, to so technology. So thanks, Robert, for that. Yeah. And Daniel, oh no, the little brother. <laughs> that was we'll have to put a beep in there. <laughs> the little brother for the use of his gear. Hannah Sheridan, of course, for who's taken all the photos for season three, season two, and season one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just takes her photos and makes us look somewhat cool and professional. Mm-hmm. And Sam O'Neill, who does our marketing, yeah, social media marketing, great help. And we're lucky to have really good friends that are helpful. We're so lucky. And Stephen, I would like to thank you for sitting down and engaging in meaningful dialogue with me for a third season. Eden, thanks for the coffee, the chat, and. Peace and love. Oh, <laughs> damn it, we're not in that. No, thing. we're not in the same. Yeah. Peace and love. Peace and love.